Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like if we arm teachers, do librarians get silences? Bit of satire there, ladies and gentlemen. I asked my local librarian for a book on probability, and she said it might be on that shelf over there. Hi, America. Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week... We put our ear against the wall. No. We listen to her bedroom. Mm-mm. Through the brickwork. No. Nope. Whatever my mother listened to on her stereo before she went to bed, she snores. It's remarkable the way this works. We need to get in contact with a psychologist and see what this is here. Mm. What's taking place? Let's have a listen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's been listening to my Sharona by the knack. Who knew? So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting. By the way, she's having an album out for Christmas. Nice. She's doing We Will Rock You as well. All the classics will be on there. Nothing Christmassy. Nothing Christmassy. (laughs) Hang on. Classics. Every one of them. First line only. Points will be awarded randomly for making interesting noises with a pet pig from High V. Or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and ethervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations. 
and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather wondered how Amish girls know if it's a romantic candlelit dinner or just a regular candlelit dinner. Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. <laughs> that is a great question. Yes. There are more questions than answers. I had a nice romantic meal once. We had candles, a rose. Not very tasty, but plenty of nourishment. How'd your mom like it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she was feeling unwell and barely touched her third candle. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> My poor mother. Adrian, why can't you say nice things about me? Hi, Jenny. She's actually we from love Iowa. You, Jenny. I also wish to introduce a man and crazy Michelle Corey. Michelle was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle realized this week that Toys R Us bankruptcy and liquidation teaches us that poor spelling and grammar will catch up with us eventually. True. <laughs> Welcome True. to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Fruit Loops, Dunkin' Donuts, Chick-fil-A and Cheese Whiz needs to look out. Mm-hmm. I also wish to introduce sat in the corner he slipped his chains he's running around he's oh. like a 12 year old french girl who's had too much sunny delight nathan bush <laughs> the dress suits you by the way who knew hi adrian bonjour comment allez-vous nathan bush nathan goes to target to look for women there's 10 women to each man and they're already there looking for things they don't need <laughs> That's a good one, Adrian. They're mad, they're bad, and they're paranormal. We run into the round, the first round that is called General Lack of Knowledge, with the unlucky gong of infinite knowledge, the black cat of facts, and the ace of spades of useless statistics. It is Friday the 13th. But we don't care. We're just happy it's Friday. Who cares? Who cares? It's just a number. On this day in 1860, the first Pony Express reached Sacramento, California. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that amazing facts and laws that sound so bizarre they cannot be true about California. In California, it is unlawful to let a dog chase a what at any time time there's points to be had straight away i'm almost old lady giving them away <laughs> you are not allowed to chase an old lady with i a never dog. have chased an old lady <laughs> oh i don't know about that <laughs> i can't say anything nope. <laughs> enough said in britain when fox hunting was banned they actually did get an old woman to run through the undergrowth and they'd give her a good 10 minute head start that's, That's nice. where we are. And the yeah. dogs were given mothballs and Werther's Originals to smell, and they would find her almost instantaneously. And Murray Mints. Murray Mints. Murray Mints. <laughs> Why, you smell nice, young lady. What's that aroma? Murray Mints. <laughs> I've not seen you around these parts. Where do you hang out? At the community centre. <laughs> You're going. I must get down there. I've not been to the community centre. You're going with old ladies, are you? Yep. You're not allowed to chase with your dog 
Old ladies. Old ladies. That's right. Michelle, you've had time to think of a decent answer. Mailman. <laughs> it's a bear. Mail carriers. It's a bear. <laughs> bear or bobcat would have done. No points to be won. We're all on a duck egg. But oh. do not fear. There are many more questions to come. You're in Los Angeles and you're on the beach. Picture it now. You can mm -hmm. be Huntington, Long Beach. I don't mind. The weather's nice. The waves from the Pacific are rolling in. The smell of ozone breaks the air. Mm -hmm. You need to ask the lifeguard if you want to do this. And I'll give you some clues. It normally needs at least another person. <laughs> some people are very good at it. Others, not so good. Build a sandcastle. It can be dangerous. Build a sandcastle. If you're not paying attention. Still a sandcastle. You may see some couples doing this yep. in a public place. In the sandcastle. You're going to go. You have to ask. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Lifeguard. Can I fill my bucket? Make a couple of sandcastles? Yeah. I promise not to make much noise. Yes. You're going to go. Mm-hmm. With the humble sandcastle, Michelle, what would you like to interject at this moment? Clam digging. Clam digging. Isn't that a song by Dave Matthews? Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to throw a frisbee <gasps> unless you have permission. It's all in Good. the wrist. What? Apparently, I cannot give the points away. Everyone at home is screaming at their radio at the moment and their laptop and their iPhone. Uh -huh. Sorry. Yeah. Women, you are not allowed to do this if you are wearing a house coat in California. Flash. Ah. <laughs> Saviour of the universe. Gordon's <laughs> alive. I just did. <laughs> and that's why we can't have cameras in the studio. <laughs> flash, Flash, I love you, but we've only got 14 hours to save the Earth. I'm sure that'll be more than long enough. You're going to go with flash, are you? You're not allowed Jess. to flash in your house coat. Jess. If you're a woman in California. Jess. California, here I come. Go shopping. Ooh. Mm. We're going to have a debate now about whether you get points or not. It's actually driving. Women are not allowed to drive if they're wearing a house coat. If you just said drive to the shops. So men can? <laughs> men, can wear, <laughs> men can drive to the shops as well. Men can wear house coats. While driving? driving? Yeah. Lucky for you. But women, not so much. Mm. Understanding women is not a mystery. When you're wrong, you apologize. And when she's wrong, you apologize. <laughs> That's right. That's true. You are not allowed to ride a bicycle where? In Los Angeles and California. Not allowed to ride a bicycle in this place. Swimming pool. You're going to... That's ridiculous. <laughs> what kind of crazy, mixed up, drug fueled, alcoholic world are you living in, Morris? Can I have some? <laughs> She's like the contents of a Dr. Seuss book, all muddled up and glued together in the wrong places. I love it. That's ridiculous. What are you going to go with, Michelle? You've got points to be won. On the freeway. You're not allowed to ride your bicycle on the freeway. The answer is swimming pool. <gasps> no! <laughs> it's, it's not, is it? Once again, <laughs> the ugly head of cheating raises its recidical head. Yay! Don't know high fives. This isn't an episode of Friends. What's wrong with you both? 
You will get points wherever you go. Get the chain. Two of them, apparently. And the hose again. <laughs> I can't swim because it's never more than an hour since I last ate. I hear that. What animal has the right of way to cross any street, including driveways? This animal can go... Skunk. Sorry? A skunk. A skunk. little skunk. You can go wherever he wants. You love skunks, don't you? I love skunky. I like the smell of a skunk. You like the smell of a skunk. When she sees roadkill, she's out in the street rubbing it on her body. A sad side note. Well, actually, it's a happy side note for me. Not for the skunk, though, madam. I find the smell of skunk oddly intriguing, and that's how I came up with the name for my company. I remember that. Isn't it a strange, wonderful world in which we live in? Peppy Lapew. Yummy. No one go posting this dead skunk. It's the last thing we want to happen. No. Michelle, what has right away anywhere it wants to go? Like a sacred cow in India, it can wander around, do whatever it wants. It is a... Cougar. It's a peacock. Cougars can pretty much do what, what? they want, can't they? Peacocks can go wherever they want in California. Miss Morris, you got the two in that early round. Mm-hmm. We progress that on this day in 1741, the Dutch people protested at the bad quality of their bread. So, for the first uh-huh. time again. in their history... What do you mean again? <laughs> when did we last have a quiz on Dutch bread from the 18th century? When was, was that when I was away on vacation? <laughs> I'm really good at 17th century Dutch bread as well. I had some. Studying for... <laughs> I forgot to ring the gong of unlucky infinite knowledge, by the way. Um, don't say I don't give the listeners what they want. Mm. Still doesn't sound that effective for its size, though, does it? Mm. So for the first time in the history of MQTA, everything you ever wanted to know about bread but was afraid to ask. What do you get if you turn bread upside down? Simple enough question. You get uh, bread upside down. If you put bread upside down, it is flat bread. Flat bread. <laughs> but it's flat on both sides, surely. <laughs> it's not flat on. It's like saying you've got a puncture, but it's only at the bottom of the wheel. <laughs> no, not no. What's this high five? Are we suddenly in the Olympic USA volleyball team? Are we? None of us has dated a man for five years. <gasps> Michelle. A foal. A foal. If you turn bread upside down, you get a foal. What, a baby deer? Deer. That's a horse. Backwards. Oh. <laughs> That's like saying what cheese is made backwards. Edam. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Something for everyone on this show. Mm-hmm. We go from toilets to a high-end culture. It's meant to be superstitious. It brings bad luck. You get bad luck. If you turn your bread... Upside down. You didn't say, like, what emotion or feeling or circumstance. You want clues, do you, after cheating on the swimming pool I'm episode? I'm going to do solid solids. mineral You're gonna do or solids. liquid. Heather, sit down. I know. <laughs> no, she says she wants to do solids. Let her go for it. Cutting. The cheese. The cutting the cheese <laughs> is the also cheese. considered to be bad luck. <laughs> I burnt my ass making cheese on toast. (laughs) Again? Never learn, do I? Mm. You've got a chance for your imaginations to run riot now. (laughs) So drink the schnapps and have a good think about this. How did Pumpernickel get its name? Simple enough question. How did 
Pumpernickel get its name. And you can come up with all manner of strange, bizarre and incredible things for me. Mm, animal, mineral or liquid. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> I would say pounding your fist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> on Some of Nathan's best hobbies. On a nickel. Pounding your fist on a nickel gave you pump per nickel. <laughs> Don't yep. let the fact that it's German stand in the way of your thinking. But Guess that's a what good happens stamp. when you hit a quarter? <laughs> oh. Pump a quarter. Quarter pounder. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, no, you didn't. Can I have onions with that? <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> Why am I here? Why am I here? <laughs> Michelle, do you have anything that can even come close to that amazing answer? Well, there was a lord. Nice. I like the start of that. Yeah. In Germany. Good. Germany. And his last name was Pumpernickel. Right. And he... Herr Pumpernickel. <laughs> Herr Pumpernickel. Yes, and Frau Pumpernickel. <laughs> and they ran out of food. Okay. And all they had left was some rye flour. And some magic beans. Yeah. Nice. That they traded the cow for. I love it. Good and thinking. they ground it all up and made a loaf. I like your thinking. It's completely wrong. During the Napoleonic Wars, Napoleon invaded Prussia. And during his Prussia campaign, he demanded bread for his horse. His horse was called Nicole. He ordered Pan Nicole. And in Germanic ears, it sounded like Pumper Nickel. There, the Frenchman Napoleon said Pain, Pan, being French for bread, Pan Nicole. And the Germans thought he said Pumper Nickel. And from then on, Rye. So serious, let me put a smile on that face. God's honest truth, I'm not making this up. I thought that was remarkable. You will get points. One way or another, you will get points. The ancient Greeks in 2500 BC had how many different types of bread? There you go, closest one wins. If you get it on the money... 2500 BC. They had how many different types of bread in the Greek culture? None. You had none? Nope. No bread? Nope. Nil point. No point. Nothing before Christ. Nothing <laughs> before Christ. The Greeks? Christ, the inventor of bread, of course. He died for our <clears throat> loaf. <laughs> We're going to hell. Of course, he was laid out in a preta manger. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. I love this show. Imagine the three wise men rolling in with a baguette. Gold, frankincense and baguette. You need to decide whether you're going to go higher than zero or higher than zero. Did you say it's the Greeks? I did. Well, they had pita bread. They did. They had Peter the Great. They had all kinds of wondrous things. So higher. Yes, you are right. They had 80 different types of bread. <laughs> what? I got the zero right. <laughs> if someone ever tells you that you're putting too much peanut butter on your bread, stop talking to them. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. That's true. true. 
I believe that the bread jokes go on. On this day in 1863, the Battle of Irish Ben took place in Louisiana during the Civil War. So for the first time in the history of NQTA, I can't believe that strange and bizarre laws of Louisiana. Oh, God. What are you not allowed to fake in Louisiana? I can't say that until the last round. Okay. What What if you went for a second choice? My second choice would be... You're not allowed um, to fake this in Louisiana. Mm, your license. You're not allowed to fake your... I think you're fine. You're not allowed to drive and fake your license anywhere in the world, in actual fact. Well, that's mm. a good guess, then. It's a fantastic guess. See, I win. You do not win. Because <laughs> <laughs> them's the rules, Billy. <laughs> Michelle, what are you not allowed to fake in Louisiana? Being a voodoo priestess. You are not allowed to fake wrestling, apparently. Wrestling Um. is prohibited if you fake it. So no rolling around on the floor, hitching each over the head with chairs. There is no WWF in Louisiana. That's what I'm led to believe, if that is the case. Yes, indeed. What animal can you get 10 years for for stealing in Louisiana? Mm. Not allowed to steal this animal. In Louisiana, mm-hmm. I would have to say a meerkat. A meerkat mm. in Louisiana. A weasel. This is where you have the convention of saying lots of different rodent-type <laughs> animals. Anything else? Ferret? Pine, yes. pine martin? Beaver? Nutria. Otter? Yes. Yeah. All that family. The whole genus. Yeah. Okay. Michelle. I forgot what I was going to say. It is a... Choose an animal. Alligator. You are on the money and I shall give you points. It's an alligator. Yeah! You are not allowed to steal an alligator. If you stole an alligator, does that make you a crocodile? Yes. Not funny, Lee. (laughs) I let the listeners decide. Prisoners. My mother thinks I'm funny. Nathan thinks I'm funny. I do. I mean, I do. Prisoners in Louisiana that do this to themselves can get two extra years of jail time. Tattoo. If they tattoo themselves, they get two extra years of jail time. Nice answer, Miss Morris. Very good guess. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Do this to themselves. Yep. Two years extra on your sentence if you do this to yourself. You're in Louisiana. Shank yourself. Shanking. It's old Shanking Stevens. It's hurt yourself. I may give you some points, Michelle. If you hurt yourself, you get two extra years. <laughs> My bottom's sore. Have another two years. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Excuse me. Oh, we're going to go with tattoos. My tattoo didn't hurt. That would hurt. They didn't do it oh, right. I'll give you a point. Go on. You can have three. <laughs> there. Don't say I'm not philanthropic in my nature. Also, rituals that involve the ingestion of blood, urine, and fecal matter also not allowed, apparently. Well, good. Do you remember when we did that to Michelle on our MQT initiation ceremony back on season two, episode 71? It was in the beans. What a weekend that was. Incredible. We are on series three, episode 11. And that was then, and this is now. We come to our favorite part of the show. (gasps) Yay! It's 
mailbag. The mailbag. Some people are more excited about the mailbag Mailbag. than others. These are your messages of support, your comments, everything you say to us on Facebook. We read out on the show. If you wish to write to us, you can go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee on Facebook, and we will read your comments out. Jasmine posted, awesome. Love the show. Best thing I ever did was becoming a Patreon. So happy to be supporting you guys. Oh, thank you so much. That's awesome. That's great. If you wish to donate to the show, this show's free. It'll always be free. We love doing this show. We've done it for five years now, week in, week out, free of charge. We love getting together in the studio. We have a lot of fun, as you can tell. But we have a lot of expenses. We have to pay for studio time. All of the platforms that this show is archived on, we also have to pay for and i'll be going through those in a minute but if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show which is less than a snickers bar if you leave with more than you arrive with if you laugh heartily if a small amount of we comes out then surely that's got to be worth a single dollar so if you go to patreon.com search for mqta radio you can donate your single dollar to the show to help us along with all the things that we do and you get a lot of extras for that you get to listen to the show first after it's been aired Uh at 8 p.m on the Dark Matter Digital Network on a Friday night and lots of other wondrous things as well. Martin, our good friend in New York. Hello, Martin. He's also a Patreon member. He says, you guys are great. Thank you for the laughs. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much, Martin. So again, many people donate and we really appreciate that. A single dollar if you would be so generous. Julia from Slovakia. Oh. Wow! Messaged, and she said, I just came across your show on the internet, and I liked it very much. Thank you, Julia, very much. What a fabulous, fabulous part of the world. I've actually been there, Bratislava, I believe, capital of Slovakia. Wondrous, amazing country. She obviously listens to us on the Dark Matter Digital Network. You can hear us first at 8 p.m. on Central Time. Dark Matter Digital Network every Friday. Come and join us. 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Jonas, I believe, that was in California. I think he may have moved, but Jonas posted. Hi, Jonas. Best line of the show this week. Get my bucket by Michelle Colley. (laughs) It's true. I had to go back to hear that one several times. Adrian and Heather were so cruel with the worm story. Yes. With the worm story. Wait for tonight. Oh. Wow. If you wish to go back and listen to that, you're more than welcome to do so. All of our shows are archived. If you're in the car, if you're in Slovakia doing your housework, if you're on the road and you're trucking, you can listen to SoundCloud. Go to MQTA Radio, soundcloud.com. All of our shows for the last five years, you can listen to them back to back for absolutely free. And if you're listening now on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or any other platform, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you love the show. We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round we call Not For Your Mother. It's the stories from around the world that are too disgusting, too rude, too crude, too naughty, too filled with innuendo to read out on air because we'll be removed or get a hefty fine. So you get an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and some people say that it's their favourite round. 
Mm-hmm. But you get that as well. So if you go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, you get an extra 20 to 25 minutes as well. And again, it's all free. And why not cut and paste and tell all of your social media what you're listening to? You are listening to more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Gene in Florida. She says, love this show. This is the effect of listening to it while driving my truck in America. And there's a picture at the wheel laughing and smiling with tears rolling down her cheeks. It's beautiful. And finally, Yvonne posted, great show, cheered me up, no end. Yay! Thank you. You can also join my Twitter account if you go to Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have 100,000 followers on Twitter. And if you're interested, my books are currently available on Amazon and all good bookshops. I've written six or seven books now. I've lost track. I can't (laughs) remember. I've read all of them twice. They're all very good. My book, How to Be... A Christian Psychic. What the Bible says about healers, mediums, and paranormal investigators is one of those books if you are interested. Now, 26th of April, Thursday the 26th of April, closely coming up, will be, not next week, but the following week, I am doing a talk. If you're interested, if you're anywhere near Morton, which is in Renville County in southwest Minnesota, I'm doing a talk for the Morton Historical Society. It's at 7 o'clock. It's $5 to get in, and all the money goes towards the Historical Society. So every penny on the door is going to charity, and people are bringing non-perishable foods for the food shelf as well. So we raised £400 worth of food. Last time I was there and I gave a talk, 250 people turned up. But if you're interested, I'm giving a talk on the art of the cemetery. All the angels, the symbolism, all the fabulous artwork that you see in the cemetery that I have taken photographs of and documented all over the world, all over Europe. I am giving that talk. If you go onto Facebook and search for Renville County Historical Society and Museum and go to their events, everything will be there for you. This is the round called Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on four. I am yet to score. Heather Morris has scored three. And remember, we don't do orbs. I do. Ooh. Heather wow. does orbs. <laughs> Brothers jump to deaths from Castle in Spooky Picture. The six pals from Plymouth snapped the spooky photo when they took a nighttime trip to Berry Pomeroy Castle near Totnes. I've actually been here. I've Mm -hmm. been to this castle. It's very haunted. I walked around and psychically, there was a lot going on there. One of the group decided to take a picture of the eerie looking castle, which is said to be haunted during their late night jaunt. But when they looked back at the image, they were left stunned by what they saw. A ghostly apparition appears to be passing by the group as they look up at the castle, totally unaware. The Devon landmark has been the subject of numerous ghost stories over the years, with visitors frequently claiming to have seen the two brothers, who legend has blindfolded their horses, then jumped with them from the castle to their deaths. Chloe 19 told the Plymouth Herald how she went to the castle with pals just before 1am on Saturday. She said, I've never been there before. We weren't intending to actually go there, but Tyler told us it was meant to be haunted, so we thought we would travel there. She added, lots of people think it's horses chasing someone, which I 100% believe too. Charlie never believed in ghosts before, and I have always been sceptical about it. I didn't believe it until I saw it for myself. 
This photo is enough to make me believe. Most haunted. I've been to this castle. There's an episode of Britain's Most Haunted, and they mm -hmm. investigated at this castle. A ghostly hall saw its fate, of course. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee, Miss Morris. What have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Well, officials with the Queen Mary, which you've been there, right, Mr. Lee? I have been on the Queen Mary. This is oh. true. Well, uh, officials have said that the Queen Mary in California which is a retired or was a retired or still is a retired. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will be actually renting out a notoriously haunted room for the first time in 30 years. You say that, but people just rent a room and then investigate in their room, don't they? So well, it happens every week. this is supposed to week. be the most haunted oh, the, room. The most, I thought the swimming pool was the most haunted, or the bow that crashed into the, the ship bowels. during the Second World War. The bowels. Yes, the bowels. <laughs> yeah, it was the bowels of the earth, and we were just passing through. <laughs> oh, God. Well, the cruise liner since turned into a Long Beach hotel announced that the stateroom B340, which has been featured on shows including the sci-fi channels ghost hunters and the british series most haunted and a robot from star wars what's the name of the room b340 yeah that's a robot from star wars i'm sorry well it will be available to guests starting at 499 dollars a night starting friday the that. 13th if there's 10 of you on an investigation do you see what I'm saying? How big's the room? Yeah, you're going to be set. <laughs> Ship. That's right. Someone's no. hanging out the porthole. <laughs> Bunch over. There you go. Oh, I'm going to take you on the poop deck. Oh. oh, the last time the room was occupied by a guest was actually in the 1980s, said Stephen Sowers. This is a general manager of the Queen Mary. For decades, we've had thousands of visitors request to occupy the room. And after 30 years, we are excited to announce again and extend the offer to our guests of the room so that's quite nice if you want to blow a half a grand there on paranormal investigating people yeah. have done such things if you go to the Velisca, i think the Velisca axe murder house in iowa cost about that amount of money to but get it's into. a house yes that you do yeah. get an entire house there to investigate and you can fit lots of people in it well mm. not lots but more than a few i'm sure you can fit more people in the house than you can in the cabin of the queen mary yes Unless you really like them. Unless you have mm. some sort of paranormal midget team. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would watch that show. Paranormal midgets. I would yes, be in that show. It's a small wonder. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Watch their incredibly large feet. <laughs> Oh my God. You never see anyone haunted by a midget, do you? Do you know what I'm saying? No. Maybe Judy Garland is. That's true enough. Well, officials said paranormal activity in the room has been reported as far back as the ship's final ocean voyage in 1967. Guests staying in the room reported unusual activity, including lights and water faucets turning on and off by themselves. That's just being on a cruise. As well as covers being removed from guests while they sleep. Some reported wa waking and walking, I guess, to see a dark figure standing next to the bed. Now... If I remember right, I thought I remember the Ghost Hunters show where they actually 
debunked that room that the covers were sliding off because they found out the hoteler would actually rigged it for the covers to come <gasps> no. off. No. You're saying the Ghost Adventures actually rigged evidence. Not the that's controversial. No, 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 no. Jason and Grant. No, it was oh. the ghost hunters. Ghost and they hunters. Found oh, that's out. right, because they didn't fake any evidence either, did they? That's right. No, hold on. No, the hotel did it. Right. Because they wanted to be known as haunted, and they pulled the covers off, if I remember that episode correctly. Outrageous. I it's know. amazing the things that these houses and these people do to try and get ghost hunters into their property to advertise no. it. Now you're going to have to listen to what the room comes with if you stay there, because oh. we're going to be putting out $500, right? It is right? the Queen so, Mary. Go yes. fund me. Yes, so maybe we can take a trip there. It'd be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, the Queen Mary said the room comes with standard hotel amenities, as well as a chest containing items, which are... A chest containing items like... Like tarot cards. Tarot cards. A crystal ball. Mm -hmm. Ghost hunting equipment. And a Ouija board. Oh, we have all that. <laughs> Open up the gates of Hades <laughs> in your own cabin. What could possibly go wrong? We bring our own. I wouldn't. <laughs> what you do is up to you. I'm not going near that. Is that allegedly where Frank Sinatra would have secret liaisons with Marilyn Monroe? I think you're not meant to know about that. But that took place at St. Catherine's Dock in London on his yacht. Oh, excuse me. Is where we are. He's got a private mm. lot for entertaining young ladies back mm. in the day. But you didn't hear it here. No. This mm -mm. is where we are. We'll give Miss Morris two points. She's now on a resplendent five. Michael Jackson ghost haunting the Las Vegas show based on his life. Choreographer J.J. Villa has said the thriller single spirit has been with him every night on stage during performances of the Cirque du Soleil show MJ1. Ghostly goings-on have spooked cast members ever since the icon's death in 2009. The dancer revealed, you feel him, because show creator Jamie King has done an amazing job with of all of the other creators to really embody what he stood for and the essence of Michael Jackson. I'm sure a lot of people are washing out the essence of Michael Jackson. Mm. And I think that every time we perform on stage, he is our last performing member, I guess you could say. He's right there on the front of the stage with us. Well, at least he's not behind you. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, was that bad? Yes. A little oh, so bad. Dangerous. No. Mm -mm. A little bit off the wall. He might not physically be there. But we're in his essence, we're in his aura, we're in his energy. The circus star believes the legendary singer's mother has helped him channel his spirit for the spectacular nightly show. He said, I think it also helped bring a lot of Michael's history into our theatre. The Las Vegas show at the Mandala Bay features circus acts performing a string of stunts and dance moves to the late singer's greatest hits. The spooky atmosphere is ramped up every night when a ghostly hologram of the singer is projected onto the stage. Ghost at Circus Desolée, or I don't believe a single word they say. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. I should give myself points. I'm now up to a rather large four. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Footage of a mysterious entity caught on home camera. A camera shows a pitch-black room in the dead of night. Suddenly, a circular object flies towards it. Is that an orb? It's an orb. Uh-oh. Which appears 
what are we going to do? To set off its motion. <gasps> and makes it pan to the left. Oh, um, my. While some viewers back at home claimed it was a ghostly orb. <gasps> you said we don't do them. I'm not. Michelle's doing them, not me. Take her points away. Bunk. <laughs> I had you. You see how all these women stick together when the going gets tough, yeah, can't you? Yeah. One minute it's high fives and we're all ladies yeah, together. Loves and kisses. Yeah, the next minute. Wow. We don't do orbs. Can't do orbs. Yeah. Unbelievable. It was what happened next that truly sent the internet into a frenzy. The orb took its clothes off. Mm -hmm. As the camera moves, it passes what seems like a bookshelf, but people notice the shelving look more like a human figure. The clip was posted to social media site Reddit with the caption, Did I just capture a ghost on my home camera? No. 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 <laughs> wow. Next. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> we are. <laughs> oh, if you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Michelle Corey has just given you your first shot of the night. <laughs> Cheers, salute, prost, and skull wherever you are in the world. You up for reading a bit more? Sure. One user said, I'm not sure, but when the camera turns, the shelves behind the corner look like a dude, and it spooked me. And viewers were quick to agree with a second writing. To me, it looks like a white-bearded man. Santa Claus. Slightly balding. Santa Claus. Wearing a butcher's apron. Santa Not Santa Claus. Cla Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like for Christmas, little boy? Ho, ho, ho. I've got oh, a... no, it gets better. I've a point in a gun. <laughs> Santa. Wow. Put the toys in the bag and no one gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine there's a fat guy wearing a coat, red coat, big white beard, sack full of toys, pulling gang signs. I can't be sure. I think it's number three. Can number three say ho, ho, ho? Number three, can you say ho, ho, ho? Ho, ho, ho. My. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, the gun has a slight blur horizontally because of the movement. I saw the dude as the camera turned and I freaked out and I thought it was a clown at first. It's Clown Santa. <laughs> it's Pig Santa. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Have two shots. That, oh. that was not a snort. It was a... I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> Can we drink or can't we drink? Where's this yes, in the room? Yes, drink. Oh, do you remember Pig Santa, don't yes. you, Adrian? Yes. Long, long time ago, I tried to carve 
a Christmas ornament <laughs> for the Christmas tree. What could be more Norwegian? Honest to God, it looked like pig Santa. It was a cross between Santa Claus and a pig. I think it looked a bit more Mick Jagger. Jagger to me. <laughs> Did you burn it? Imagine a cross between a pig, Mick Jagger, and Santa Claus. No, I can't. There was I don't children weeping at the yes. children's home. There was kids couldn't get to sleep for the night. Pig Santa will come and get you if you don't go to sleep. I'm not very good at carving wood. It was my first go. I had half a dozen goes on the nose. It ended up looking like a snout. Pig Santa. <laughs> Chisels haven't touched wood since. <laughs> you just give up, weren't you, at that point? You know, you know when you're beat. I know you're going. I thought I'd be creative. And you were. I was. Oh. There was kids crying. Years of hypnotherapy. Pig Santa. Pig Santa will come and get you if you don't behave. It's like Krampus. They are. Very similar thing in many ways. Mm-hmm. Nastiness. You got any more? Is that it? Oh, I'm going to bring it down now. Oh, but no. a fourth disagreed commenting, it's the tracer from the camera lighting up the shelving unit. So it's an... Wow, it's a fake orb. Yeah. We don't it's do bunk. orbs. We do not do orbs. Miss Morris, we're going to squeeze in another ghost story. What have you got for me? Well, it's something that you're actually afraid of, but it's not too bad. I actually Commitment. Have... Clowns. Oh. oh. I had one story, but I tossed it, but maybe I'll read it next week. Here's a preface of it. Somebody was embalmed alive. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Did you read that one? Horrifying. Yeah. Oh my god. But I think that's what my dad's doing to himself with a bottle of whiskey every night. <laughs> no, he's just preserving himself. <laughs> so he looks so young forever. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening for him. Oh. If we get him cremated, he's going to go up like a dry Christmas tree. <laughs> god, straight up the chimney, and a big flash of smoke and fire is what's going to happen. Energy transfer. It's all about Albert Einstein, 1909. You can read it for yourself. Well, here is something that I found quite interesting. A 53-year-old was resuscitated despite lying lifeless outside with no heartbeat for 18 hours. No way. No. No. It's true. Unless it was really cold. People have died and fallen into icy lakes and been brought back after a couple of hours. Well, here we go. The man whose name has not been disclosed was only saved (laughs) because... The near freezing, near freezing. See, I'm on the money. I know what I'm doing. Conditions outside had brought on uh, hypothermia, causing his body core temperature to plummet. He was found unconscious next to a river on March 12th after suffering a heart attack while on his way back from his brother's house in southern France. Oh, Francais. Yes, realizing that the cold had helped to preserve his organs, doctors spent hours attempting to revive him, and incredibly, following the last desperate effort to save his life, his heart started beating again. Wouldn't you like to I interview can't believe him? it. When you want to interview wow. someone, here's a book there, Dead for 18 Hours. There's a book in there somewhere. I would like to know what kind of state he's in, though. Well, well, actually, he's French. We... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the... I'm guessing when he comes round, he'll be rude, nonchalant, and not washing. 
Just, wow. a, just a wild stab in the dark. The medical team was stupefied, said Jonathan Charbot, head of the intensive care unit at Montpellier University Hospital in France. Jonathan Turbot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. another snort. Grab a drink. Been a good round for drinking this Sorry, one. Sorry, guys. Well, it, it said the probability of him surviving was near to zero. Now, really? he's already dead. I mean, if that happened here, he'd be classified as dead. Oh, yes. I don't even think they would try. If you're classified so, as dead, do you think they're still trying to claim taxes from you? I mean, that's a good way to get out of paying taxes, isn't it? Well, we've done tons of stories where people have been classified as dead and they fight for years just to say that they're alive so they mm -hmm. can get their benefits that they're owed. What I will say, it says statistically the chances of this happening are zero, but this is where statistics can really mess things up. But what is the statistic that someone will actually survive? That's like saying the chances of winning the lottery are millions and millions to one, but what's the statistic of someone winning the lottery? Right. Do you see Somebody the difference? Has to, that's right? right, and that's that's the difference. Well, it said according to reports, the man is still on respiratory support, but has not actually suffered any brain damage whatsoever. From that's it. incredible. But to his me. brain froze as well. I'm guessing. And yeah, and he's te he's heading towards complete complete recovery. Wow. With no side effects for being dead for You'd eighteen hours. You'd want to interview hours. him, wouldn't you? would be interesting to find out what he saw if he saw anything someone's going to come to him very shortly with a book deal i guarantee that miss morris i'll give you two points you're now up to a very lucky seven on friday the 13th i have one last story in the round of ghost and hauntings i want to squeeze it in coronation street actor simon gregson wants to become a professional ghost hunter the 43 year old who believes his home is haunted has booked time off from his day job to train after appearing on celebrity haunted mansion earlier <sighs> this year to train by the way turn off the flashlight now turn on the flashlight. Turn off the ghost box. Now turn on the ghost box. Now sit in silence for six hours with nothing happening. He told the Daily Star I got into it. So now I've booked some haunted time to go on an investigation. I'm also going on a trip to stay at the haunted mansion again. I must be mad. Simon, who plays Steve McDonald on the ITV soap, appeared on the ghost hunting show earlier this year after previously revealing he was obsessed with the paranormal speaking about his spooky experiences before doing the show he revealed i lived in a flat that was haunted i could hear breathing there was someone sat on the edge of the bed of our house at that moment it was a woman in white wow michael jackson oh. again however he admitted he wasn't entirely sure if he was a believer saying i'm not in the middle between believing and being skeptic having had experiences but not really knowing whether I've had them. But it seems he definitely believes now, after he was attacked by a ghost while in an abandoned chapel on the show. As he entered the building with Georgie Porter, Alison Hammond and Jack Osborne, he asked, did someone just hit me? Something had my arm, and it went like that all the way up my arm. Maybe something fell off the ceiling, but I was definitely struck. Imagining someone on the bed, or I believe it was the dead. You can visit our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories will be there for you. The photographs, the video, the glorious Technicolor, and all the comments that say the word bunk. We move into the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. Michelle, what have you got for me in the round of green men and hairy beasties? Dozens of stunned residents crowded round the bright white squid measuring 18 inches wide. 
an 18 inch wide squid that's large that's calamari the size of tractor tires mm-hmm. right there as it lay on the ground in the remote village of tawi tawi in the philippines the philippines Philippines. A tape measure stretched out over the creature shows it to be just over eight feet long. It's a beast. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest the region has ever seen. Nice. <laughs> wow, we're laughing at that, are we? That late on a Friday night, is it? That's funny. Wow. <laughs> Harold Eduardo Curtis, a fisherman on the island who saw the squid, said, I know the fisherman who caught this squid. It was hard for him to bring it in because of the weight. The beautiful feature of this squid was how clean it was and how bright and white, he continued. It was a very healthy squid and still young. It's a young one. <laughs> young and healthy. That's what you want from a dead, rotting squid, isn't it? I like the clean. You like the you like a clean one, do you? I how like do you, the clean How do you squid. like your invertebrate mollusks, Michelle? Do you like a nice, clean, white one? or? <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Slippery beast from the deep, or I'm not going to get any sleep. (laughs) I shall give you points. We've got stories in the round of the strange and the bizarre, so let's jump straight in. This is the round that is strange, it's bizarre. They're great stories, but they don't fit easily into any other category, but we still want to read them out. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of S&B? I did this story for Michelle. You've got this one. It's a worm story. Get your bucket, Michelle. Oh, God. A UK man who lost three toes to frostbite in <laughs> three the, toes in a Yukon race says he can't think He's of got a... devil horns now. He's lost three toes. He's doing like heavy metal devil Which signs. Three? If it's the middle three, he's doing devil horns well, with his feet. He can't think of a better place for the digits to go oh, yeah. than in people's drinks. Yeah! <laughs> that makes me happy. I can put my toe in your drink right now. Where's my corn plaster gone? Oh, oh it's stuck at the back of my throat. <laughs> Nick Griffiths plans to donate his amputated appendages to the down Downtown hotel in Dawson City, Yukon, home of the famed Sour Toe Cocktail. Yes! They had one stolen in Canada a couple of times. Someone drank the whole lot. Someone drank it. Went down in one, didn't it? Yes. The whole works. Give me 24 hours, you can have it back. Well, the reason that he wants to donate his toes is he said it would be quite a novelty one day to say your granddad's toe is in a bar in Canada. Or you could write a book or do something incredible (laughs) or donate to charity or paint a picture or write a song. We do what we can. Well, what it actually happened is he was training for a sled dog race and it got down to 40, uh, minus 40 degrees Celsius. What would that be? That's the same. I think about minus 40 is about minus 40. That's where it it kind of marries up and is the same. Yeah. Well, he was disappointed when he had to drop out of the competition 30 hours in when a ranger identified frostbite on his ear, nose and fingers, but he didn't realize it had got to his feet. So he went to the hospital. 
they found out that his foot had a bunch of frostbite on it. They imagine actually... they take his sock off and three of his toes are in the end of his sock. That's what probably happened. It all swells up. And... You could swing it around your head and hit someone with it like the, a kosh. The doctor in the hospital explained that his toes and half of his foot weren't getting their natural color back. So instead they were turning purple and the doctor said he could lose actually half his foot. So after five days of treatment, Griffiths was discharged and still hopeful he'd be able to keep all of his toes. But in the weeks that followed, they blistered and began turning black. Got black toes. It's never a good sign. Well, he said you? it actually looked like something from a zombie film. They actually ended up amputating three of his toes on March 28th. Well, he has never been to the downtown hotel but he said he learned about the sour toe cocktail from a white horse nurse who showed him a video of her downing the beverage while he was in hospital getting his toes amputated. Let's hope so they don't she... do it to a cocktail. Oh, <laughs> according to the hotel's website, adventurous drinkers interested in joining the Sour Toe Cocktail Club should visit the hotel's Sourdough Saloon and ask for Captain River Rat. They then purchase... <laughs> that sounds legit. <laughs> knock on the door three times. Ask for Captain River Rat. They then purchase a shot of their preferred liquor. And pledge the sour toe oath and watch as a dehydrated human toe is dropped into the glass. Then it's bottoms up. The only rule is you can drink it fast. You can drink it slow. But your lips have to touch the toe. That is the same. We can do that in here. Mm. Let me take my shoes and socks off. Your lips have to touch the toe. That's right. And they only have right now they only have two pointer toes. So they're happy to get these additional three toes in. They always like the bigger toes because they're meatier for people. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so if you've got small toes, no need to apply. Meaty toes. Yes, and then after somebody drinks them, they're actually stored in salt to keep them dried out so they can drop them in another drink. And they're served best Bloop. with tequila. Ick. Yes. And so... What happened was Griffiths wrote the Haas, or the Sour Toe Place, and they wrote back to him, and they said that they really loved to have his toes, and I would forever be immortalized in their Hall of Fame if I did. So I asked my surgeon when I went to the theater, which is the surgery, right? That's yes, what they call them that's the right. Absolutely. Okay. The uh, operating theater. Yeah. And he said, yeah, it's sort of a bizarre thing to ask for, but you can have your toes. And they gave him his toes in little jars of alcohol and he's keeping them beside his bed waiting to see how he would send them to the bar. I keep my skin tags in case my dad wants a pair of cufflings for Christmas. This is where we are. Oh, just... Do you know Cockney oh. rhyming slang, a top of a top of a drop of Tom Thumb is rum. If you ask for Tom what? Thumb Really? It's rum. Gold watch, Scotch. Mickey Flynn Gin. See, we're learning some oh, Cockney wow. rhyming slang as we live and we breathe. Oh, no, I've lost my toe. Or oh, that's just a no-go. All of these stories are available to you. If you go to Facebook, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, you will see the drink with the toe floating in it. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. This is the round that we can't read out on air. 
It's the round full of innuendo, full of naughtiness. Naughty. Full of oh, suggestion. Justin. The stories from around the world. Some say this is the best part of the show. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Thank you for joining one of our platforms. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, thank you for coming to find us. Why not share with the rest of the world what you're currently listening to? You can cut and paste the link onto your social media sites. And why not press the little orange love heart if you're on SoundCloud and tell us how much you love the show. You've been warned. Chelsea were left red face after blowing another lead in the Premier League clash against West Ham United. West Ham United's my team, by the way. Yeah, I know. East London, working class. I've got pictures of my great granddad standing outside the stadium in the 1920s with a West Ham scarf on. I have no choice. You do not have any choice. But excited Hammers fans threw a dildo into Thibault Courtois' net while celebrating Chikorito's equaliser. The Hammers... Who takes one of them? Who thinks, I know, I'm going to watch Chelsea v West Ham. I'm going to put a dildo in my pocket. Or just are you just case. happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> it was a beast, by the way. We've yet to describe proportions, but it wasn't a small one. No. The police would do a baton charge with this and quell a riot, is what I'm saying. Mm. The Hammers support were clearly enjoying themselves after seeing Javier Hernandez score them a crucial point in the battle for survival. And one overexcited supporter decided to lob the sex toy into the goal. <laughs> Had someone's eye out. Wait a second, they lobbed the knob? They lobbed the knob. <laughs> Lob knobbers. Knob lobbers. Yeah. I'd watch that film. <laughs> knob lobbers 4 was my favourite. We were in that. <laughs> they really started to find their way on the fourth one. <laughs> The black phallic object was thrown and shown nestling in the grass and Sunsport Snapper. (laughs) You try saying Sunsport Snapper. No. Richard Pelham was on hand to picture the item in the back of the goal. It strangely summed up a dour 2018 for the Blues, who have now won only three games in the Premier League since the turn of the year. Also, their failure to capitalise on taking the lead has rendered the defending champions' title defence a complete flop. <laughs> when your season is summed up by a black dildo, you need a new coach. Oh. A throw the goalie could not block or look out, it's a big black coloured simulation device. <laughs> I love this show. (laughs) Morris, what have you got for me in the round of Not For Your Mother? Ooh, huge crowds flock to watch a religious leader appear to pull a car with his pennies. Oh, his weenus. He's pulling a car with with a carrot and onions. No. Just a carrot. Just a twig. (laughs) No berries. A religious leader? Yes. Mm. That's got to be Catholic. I'm sorry. You can't. Or Lutheran, one of the two. You can't lengthen it like that. I don't understand. I've not Go on. Do your balloon noises. Do it. Do it. Do my (laughs) balloon. Look, I've made a giraffe. It's like balloon modeling. Animals. Uh, Look. Here's a demoratum. A demoratum? (laughs) A what? I wanted to say the camel, but I haven't got the words. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I, it's an andromedary, but all I had was the D word. A hamburger. I'm sorry you're making your own jokes up, madam. Oh, well, the monk known only as... Johnny Pete. Monk? No. I've got something better. What's better than Johnny Monk? His name is Penis Baba. <laughs> Instead of Alibaba, he's Penis Baba. So, Mr. and Mrs. Baba, what would you like to christen your son? Penis. Penis. asked. Look at it. He can be seen fiddling under his robes. Oh, God. While he apparently attaches a rope to his private parts. A rope? After the white rope is tied to the car before he staggers backwards. I bet it was a fold, by the way. If it's not going anywhere, it's got to be a fold. The heavy vehicle around 100 feet. A video shows hundreds of people <laughs> gathering around to watch him. Penis Bubba's going to pull that Ford Enclave again. <laughs> Johnny Monk. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're gathered around to watch him at Harper Village of the only Munger thing District in India. You know, there's nothing else in that village. There's no electricity. No. No, he's the big show. That's it. Oh, can you hear people chanting, penis, 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 baba. Wow. This is like you all watching Magic Mike. Oh, I've never, I've seen, never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, ladies. You've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have it. And you were checking, because I said, no, I haven't opened it. You were checking to see if I razored it open. <laughs> she sprayed the cellophane back down with spray mount. She's watched that. It? She's watched that film. She's worn it out. I never saw it. One local said, I'll show you. <laughs> Stand back. We'll do the helicopter. Uh, one local said the villagers said that Baba had gone away to practice penance and knowledge in his childhood, and he has returned after years. Baba said, it's not an art. It is a power of God. Florida. Power of God. The power of devotion. Mm-hmm. Any person can go to any extent by doing devotion of God. Try it. What country? Says Baba. Mm. Of the penis. Oh, no. Penis papa. Penis papa. Tugging your willy. Oh, don't be so silly. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And you can see him stretching it out like he's about to inflate a balloon. Mm. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Heather, we're going to have to go to Belgium. All right. Okay. They have good chocolate. They They have excellent chocolate and waffles. Yes. Not dick waffles. No. I believe they use <laughs> batter like everybody else. Yes. <laughs> so thousands of women took part in an unusual treasure hunt in Belgium, searching for buried sex toys. They should have gone to Chelsea's ground. There was one lying in the gold mouth. Yeah, you didn't have to dig for that one. Just sat there like Jack and the Beanstalk. Three players went up it and came back down with some magic beans <laughs> and a cow. The hunt is held in the central village of Wapion, the Wapion. And it, yeah, and attracts around 4,000 participants, mostly women. Around 200 men are allowed to take part, but they are expected to dress up in outfits suiting the occasion, with many donning costumes ranging from condoms to vibrators. 
Organizers who said the event celebrates the liberation of women buried around 800 explicit items in the field, and hunters were given spades to dig them up. The event is now in its eighth year, but has proved controversial. Nicholas Bustine, the boss of organizers Soft Love, a sex toy company based in Belgium, said his company has been inundated with angry complaints. He told Sud Press that more than 1,000 emails and 400 phone calls were received from angry Catholics, furious that the event was taking place. They wanted to see an immaculate contraption. I think they had one I of those. Love this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? I don't know why you're here. We I've should got a be show in Belgium. <laughs> we should be on the outskirts of Brussels with a spade. Yeah. <laughs> An advert before the event said, This incredible event is a celebration of women's freedom of expression, which, you guessed it, includes their sexual one-two. Coaches from all around Europe will bring women wishing to make the statement that day. Proceeds from the day. We're split between good causes. <clears throat> nice. How do you split a dildo? How do you sp- I'm sure you've worn a few out with the gears and everything. <laughs> oh, no, I found a Belgium sex toy. Or don't be so coy. We are back to sport, you'll be pleased to know. Okay, good. Shocked golfers spotted a man appearing to have sex with the 19th hole of a golf course. Oh, God. The 19th hole? That is the bar. The ninth hole. Oh, oh. You, I thought you said the, the ninth hole. I thought you said 19th hole. They're apparently getting engaged soon. While seemingly pleasuring himself with the flagpole. Hole in one. What? The bizarre scene was captured on video by shot golfers who were enjoying a round on Easter Monday. Stephen Gayton spotted the man gyrating on the green at Brackenwood Golf Course in Bebbington, Merseyside, and uploaded the clip to social media. Yes. Footage shows the man lying face down on the grass in the rain without a top on and his trousers around his knees. He can also be seen <laughs> holding a six-foot flagpole to his backside. No! Whilst filming himself. Nope. Can you imagine? You don't see something like that every day, can you? You're about to pray your approach shot. There's a naked man, runs out of the bushes, starts doing things with the pole. The flagpole. Hole in one. The post. Yeah. It was there. Morris said it. After about a minute, the man places the flag back in the hole and gets up from the ground. (laughs) I have a question. He then pulls his trousers back up and starts walking towards the edge of the course. Morris. I got a question. Of course you do. How many strokes did it take? As he walks away, Stephen can be heard shouting, ain't picking that flag out of the hole. (laughs) The man can be seen looking around before casually walking off around the side of a bush. The US Masters has really gone downhill, hasn't it? Yes. The clip has since attracted 335,000 views and hundreds of comments on social media. A spokesman for Merseyside Police said it is investigating the incident. They're looking into it. Of course they are. Brackenwood Golf Course has been approached for a comment. Sex and golf are similar. They are the two things you can thoroughly enjoy, even though you're really bad at them. 
Miss Morris, you have the final story of the night in the round that we call Not For Your Mother. Okay, I'm sure you guys have seen this story going around. I'm not sure if anybody's posted it on Facebook, on your walls, but I have seen it and I have to report it. A woman in Scottsdale, Arizona, has been arrested after she cut off her partner's penis in a fit of fury. Oh! Yes. Shania Jones, 34, (laughs) told detectives that she was sick of the man who has been named locally as Bruce Fox for refusing to make eye contact with her during sex. Yes, I have heard this. Have you seen this Yes. Yes, that is very true. Fox is currently in intensive care. I'm pretty sure he's out now because I think this happened a little while ago. And uh, he's expected to make a full recovery. I'm assuming he did. Now, the funny part about this story. Now, there's nothing funny about this story. Oh, yes, there is. Trust me, it's not funny. Oh, yes. Oh, That's yes, a sew-on, a German knockfast sausage. Her eyes looked like this. <laughs> yeah. They're Marty Feldman. Look me in the Full eye. on. One eye looking at you. One eye, one eye I don't looking even for think you. it's possible. They're both looking at her ears. Yeah. On you both sides of her head. You could never look her in the eye. <laughs> never. No. But she cut off his Willis. He cut. <laughs> what you looking at, Willis? <laughs> Not looking at anything anymore. <laughs> looking at my wiener. Look me in the eye. Well, according to the man, the pair were having sex when all of a sudden Jones got up, grabbed a kitchen knife, and sliced the tip of his penis off. Just the last four inches. So the mushroom head was gone? Oh, that's bad news. Oh. Oh. Like that? (laughs) Yeah. How's slicing the top of your wieners off, making a popping? Just give me the cap. Lovely. Mm. Well, Jones fled the scene as the man lay on the bed bleeding profusely and emergency services were called to the scene and luckily for Fox they were able to stem (laughs) that's all that was left (laughs) the flow of the blood before he lost consciousness that's nice (laughs) put a cap on his stem (laughs) never mind well anyway Lieutenant Mike Alvarez told reporters a woman was arrested at her home after a male alleged that she severed part of his genitals during sexual intercourse. Mm. After questioning, the woman admitted to the crime, claiming that she lost her temper. After the man refused to make eye contact with her, she's been charged with assault with a deadly weapon and a bail of $15,000 has been set. Have yourself a merry little strabismus. Well, I don't even think it's that, because isn't a strabismus when it goes in? These were out, a man. Strabismus. It was cookie yeah, monster all the way. Crazy. A strabismus is subtle. It's like just kind of no, subtle. No, no, no. I am not happy with the fact that she only got $15,000 worth of bail. What is that? Like, that's a thousand, 1500 right? Yes. You only have to actually put up 1500 10%. That is insane. No. Well, anyway... She faces up to eight years in prison for popping off the mushroom. Look me in the eye, or you'll be just half the guy. <laughs> oh. I love this show. Well, all good things must come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter, with the dead battery, and the drink with the toe slowly floating in it. 
is myself. I never scored higher than six. Heather's in second place with seven points, but in resplendent first place with the $33,000 IR camera and a special one-hour opportunity to be with Michael Jackson in the green room on our own is Michelle, and she has scored a rather large... Splendid, harmonious, symmetrical, big, rounded eight. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I'd love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal. Strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact us anytime via our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And if you laughed, if you leave the show with more than you arrive with, you can donate a single dollar to the show if you go to patreon.com and search for MQTA Radio. We would be very very grateful and remember we now stay in the studio and do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show that we can't do on air in a round called not for your mother so if you go to soundcloud.com and search for mqta radio everything will be there for you my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris Tom drainer michelle corrie nathan bush and all of the international paranormal society at inparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group and mufon of minnesota it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night